You're listening to the Spandex Power Armor Podcast. It's good for your health. Hello and welcome to episode 8 of the Spandex Power Armor Podcast with Hypnopotamus Rex and Carmen Ranger. What it is, my home fries. And before we get to business, we'd like to remind you guys this podcast is sponsored by TokuToyStore.com, your primary source of Tokutat, especially since they've now got some decade stuff. They've got like the little morpher touchscreen thing. Is it heresy to call it a morpher if it's writer stuff? Not for me, but uh, a lot of the uh, purists will hang you and draw you and quote you for that, yes. Hooray! It was nice knowing you. They even have the really cool gun thing from Gokai Jalala. Like it's even got like, oh, it looks like a little, out uh, pirate uh, star It's thing. like a little blunderbuss type thing. Uh, yeah, it looks so it's cute. like a blunderbuss cross, uh, cross with a uh, flintlock. And they're stocking up on even more cute armors to complete your collection. You need some balls? Get these balls. Get more balls. Get duplicates just in case. Balls you'll for use, days. You'll use them as currency once the world declines. That'll cost you th- three balls. Do that after the EU just dies and all of Britain goes after the Queen dies. We need our new currency, Q-Thomas. You got any balls? You got any balls, bro? I need ball. You got ball dealers on the streets. <laughs> well, enough about balls. You want some decade stuff? You want some Gokaiger stuff? Go to Taku Toy Store. And so, this is part one of many of our Power Rangers Super Sentai comparison special, where we'll be talking about both the Super Sentai series and Power Rangers versions of the shows. And we'll just be comparing the plot synopses, Heroes, villains, the themes, and just seeing how they're different. And it's generally quite interesting to see what Power Rangers does with the source material. And we'll get into that in depth. And since, hey, it's been going on since the 90s, we'll be doing this over several episodes because, one, you don't want to listen to four whole hours of us. And I'm going to have to edit this in one day and I might just go crazy. Complaining not already crazy, Rex. Well, I could get crazier. I could I get. Wish you wouldn't. I could get so crazy. I could get so crazy I start asking for a master rider reboot. What is this madness? Madness aside, let's get down to business. To defeat the Huns. And we'd like to give a massive shout out to Don and Ellie who proposed this idea. If you guys have any um, suggestions or episodes you want to see in the future, just give us a bell, let us know what you want. Now in this episode we're not going to be going into you know, excruciating detail into these because in the future we will be doing a, uh, a series that goes more in depth, kind of analyzes it more deeply. This is just going to be a kind of something you can refer back to for like you know, your basic stuff, like what the major glaring differences are between them. This is a primer for you guys who probably haven't seen all of Sentai and are like, hang on, what are these Japanese people doing? I want to know how this American people show fits into this Japanese people show. I don't know either. But Ranger here with his infinite knowledge will help us find out. This episode is guaranteed to just annoy any purist on either side. This is not the first time that Super Sentai has been brought to the West. There was a, uh, a gag dub of Dynaman. Um, Stan Lee wanted to bring Sun Vulcan to the West after Marvel had been involved in the production of Battle Fever J, which was originally intended to be a Captain America show, which you can tell with the uh, yeah the nation, the, yeah the country motif of each ranger. Finally, it was uh, Heim Saban created a uh, like a pilot brief kind of um, pitch video based on Bioman, and uh, he finally got it made. Uh, and updated it to Ranger in the 90s. Took a while, didn't it? Yeah, it took a while. Uh, apparently, according to Shuki Levy, uh, one of the other producers, and um, I think he did like, some of the writing and music on the show as well, um, that Heim Saban would carry the uh, the Bioman tape around with him and pitch it everywhere he went and kept getting uh, shot down. Whatever you say about um, Saban, he, he has perseverance, at least. I'm surprised he hasn't authorised some sort of biopic about that scene. <laughs> like this plucky young producer pitching his favourite TV show. Hang on, he's one of us. Ah, uh, but... 
you, you calm down there, Rexy. No, thinking of it, that's that's how we'd approach a thing. We'd go between producers like, no, here's a great thing. Yeah, so we, wouldn't, we wouldn't sue the pants off of Chromo Squad either. Oh yeah, true. We're not as evil. And Hein is just alternate evil us. So does this mean we have to kill him? No, just... no, no, no. That's how it works, right? We learn his secrets and also become the evil ones. Remember, spandex power uh, almost sue everything in the movie. Yes, it, it's going to happen. 2047, we sue everything. Once we get enough money. So, kicking us off, Choryu Sentai Juranger, what started it all? Surprisingly way different to um, Power Rangers. Everything in this is like a magic kind of folklore theme. Like the Rangers, their, um, their mecha were gods, literal gods. Uh, their mentor, Baza, was a wizard. Um, they palled around with like gnomes. Uh, the, the villains were all magic, alchemy themed. As opposed to Power Rangers where it's you know, very much robots and technology versus magic and mysticism. Oh yes, it's a very supernatural Sentai. It might seem odd because coming from Power Rangers thinking, where's all this technology stuff coming from? Why are there robots in this Sentai? It and is not robots, everything is gods. It's it's Japan. Everything has giant robots. Everything exists in a giant robot form. Isn't there like a like a thing in Japanese folklore where like if a, like an object um, serves a family for like a certain amount of years or generations it kind of develops like a spirit or something? Yeah, if an object serves someone or a family for about 100 years, it finally gains a soul and becomes alive. Well, Rex, not too long until you gain your soul then. Yay! Just keep serving the Ranger clan. So yeah, the, the basic premise of Ranger is Evil Witch has been sealed away for however many years. She becomes unsealed after some astronauts decide, hey, look at this weird find we found on this new planet. Let's mess with it. You know, you get to the Suicide Squad school of archaeology here. She and her uh, band of misfits are released and they set up their uh, base and start to torment Japan. Just, just Japan. Well, yeah. Wouldn't you? I mean, you wake up, the first thing you see is a country that has used panty vending machines. Yeah, uh, let's face it, Japan brought this on themselves. The ranger team are like uh, ancient knights and princes, princess, whatever, from a uh, from ancient dinosaur tribes. And Baz has been like a custodian for an apartment for like 50 years and he's all just, just waiting for uh, a, an evil space witch to come. If he if he could seal her away in a like a giant bin, you'd think he'd seal her away more effectively than just leaving her on the planet's surface, right? You well, know, just... you didn't expect mankind to master space travel and some astronauts to prick about and open the blinking thing. I mean, I guess, but I mean, that's the basic premise. Space witch comes back, let's resurrect these uh, the ancient warriors to fight her. Yeah, so comparing to Power Rangers, they've got the space witch thing, but everything Everything else is just like different. Way different. It's Saved by the Bell meets uh, Pacific Rim. That's pretty apt, really. Hmm. I mean, everything's like uh, lightly pastel coloured. Everything is wholesome family fun. There's also space witches, I guess. The theme tune itself is quite generic Sentai, really. Yeah, there's nothing too special about it. I mean, it, it's catchy, but that's all it is. The ending is really weird, especially when it comes off uh, the end of episodes, like uh, the one with that Frankenstein um, monster thing. His skin peels off and becomes this nightmarish monster. And then at the end, you got, uh, you got the happy, uh, just upbeat um, theme, uh, ending theme. It's a bit of a whiplash going on there. But yeah, I mean, comparing that to um, the uh, the Power Rangers ending theme, which is just an instrumental version of Go Go Power Rangers. I actually think I prefer the Mood Whiplash one because at least it's different. So now comparing to Power Rangers Space Witch released... After 10,000 years, yes. she's free! It's time for her to conquer Earth! Space Wizard realises this, summons Bland teenagers from Bland's California high school, and yeah, technology, fighting them, it's about it. 
Aye, aye, aye. Yeah, it's funny, he did start off as being like a wizard, then they kind of change it, he's like an alien. I mean, I'm not complaining, but yeah, it kind of makes it, it kind of makes the whole kind of dichotomy between them work better if he's not a wizard. What's consistency? <laughs> well, I mean, I guess they could pull the whole Arthur C. Clarke, you know, sufficiently advanced technology and all that. Villains? Well, Bandora was like, hey, my son's dead. Rita Repulsa's like, well, gotta take over the world. Yeah, I, I, why does she, I think, is she, isn't she sent there by Lord Zed like 10,000 years ago to take it over, and then she, she fails and is locked away and Lord Zed just kind of forgets about the whole thing until she comes back. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. Season 1 encompasses all of the elements from Ranger. Um, to be honest, the main advantage I think this show has over Ranger is the fact that the theme is this big driving metal ballad. <laughs> I mean, otherwise it's like, ooh, okay, here's generic Sentai opening, then suddenly... I said no kazoo! Ranger, no kazoo! No, put the kazoo down. Kazoo, no kazoo. I can kazoo if I want to. I can kazoo my friends behind. Taking... My friends own kazoo. Whenever they don't kazoo, then they're no kazoos of mine. I'm taking the kazoo out of the recording room. Little does he know about my special kazoo. Pocket kazoo. Yeah. See, <laughs> <laughs> now you're taking the kazoo out of the studio. All I have left now is the didgeridoo. Damn. You guys want to didgeridoo cover with the Power Rangers theme? Because that's what you're going to get. <laughs> you need to fight me over it. That's the, uh, the final battle of Spandex Power Armor over the dreaded didge. Overall, um, comparing the two series, I prefer Power Rangers over Jew Ranger. Not that either one is especially better than the other one. I just prefer what. Power Rangers did over what Jew Ranger did. It's just personal preference for me. I like sci-fi space witch wizard in a jar space robot fighty fight teenagers. Me, I just like the novelty of what they did with the source material. It's like, okay, dub over that, whatever, just, yeah, do it. Woo, let's reuse footage in Japan that's obviously from Japan with Japanese people and claim it's in California. Just recycle it ad infinitum. Pretty much, yeah. Moving on, after Jew Ranger, there was Gosei Sentai Dai Ranger, which was then used in footage for Power Rangers Season 2. In brief, it is ancient Chinese warriors fighting gimps. Yeah, the mooks look really out of place in that show, don't they? Because they're all camp and like they got this weird kind of spandex tuxedo on. And the generals, come on, they were in bondage gear. Absolutely. All the other Gorma that showed up, they were fine, they were like priests or whatever. It's just gimps. It's kind of interesting because all three of them have like a different gimp shtick. Like uh, one's got like a uh, like belt, other one's got like laced up stuff, one's got the zips. We'll save the rest of that for latex power armor. So. Oh my. So yeah, it's just ancient civilizations, and there were like three tribes die, which were just like previously humanity, and Gorma, who were just like obviously going to be the baddies. And yeah, there was just a big fight. It happened for so long. There were die rangers, and they had robot friends. Who doesn't? About it, really. So where did the Linton Garongi fit into this then? I, I would like to think. Oh, now, what, it's going to be like a so many years after thing crossing Cougar with Die Ranger. <laughs> Are any of the Die Ranger cast still alive? Dude, it wasn't that long ago, man. It was only like 20-something years. the 90s, dude. No, I watched a, uh, an interview with the uh, the actor who played the uh, the Red Ranger. It was really kind of funny because he, he was mentioning Power Rangers and he, was, he said how he was mildly annoyed at how uh, Power Rangers is still so popular and Super Sentai is still not very well known in America. And I like the guy, he seems pretty based. 
Oh, yes. Yeah, the team is basically, it's, it's your basic parenting. It's kind of similar to how they picked the wanting Kyori Uchiha, actually. It's just kind of, you know, when the Red Ranger comes in the last, and he's kind of kind of out of place for like, the first episode, and then they all gel as a team. And they're like, okay, you can control your giant robots. That's but you have to stand actually, on them. Yeah, you have to stand on them. Don't lose your footing for the love of God. No, no, in, in Die Ranger, they have these little, um, at least with the uh, the red and pink rangers that I saw, they had uh, these little foot clamp things. They stand on them, and then they kind of goes over the feet and heels and stops them from falling off. You realise that if they were to stop while going at high speed... They'd break their ankles. Oh, yeah, because yeah. they've got their feet in place, they're going to shatter a lot of bones in their legs. Spandex can't protect that. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's the team, led by awesome kung fu dude. Villains, you got gimps. Red Ranger's gimps. father is also among them for like an episode. About it. Damn gimps. We'll talk about the gimps again in our filthy, filthy 18 plus adult cast, which we'll inevitably end up doing at some nights after a <laughs> bottle of whiskey. Oh man, it's going to be like, a, if we start a Patreon thing, it's going to be a thing like, yeah, donate like 100 bucks and we'll do latex parama for real. <laughs> donate and you'll be part of it. <laughs> Basically, you're going to be chatting with two, you're just talking dirty. Donate and we'll lock you in a dungeon. Talk Sentai to me. The theme tune, I really prefer the Die Ranger theme to this. I have no idea what genre it is meant to be, but I love it. It's, it's got this funky synth bit in the beginning. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I have no idea how to describe uh, it. It is, it, it's just wonderful and I love it and I need more in my life. It's a shame we can't actually legally play it on this podcast. We'll be sued. Oh no. Whoa, whoa, oh, whoa, whoa. Oh no, no, we've oh. done we've done too much. We can see the cease and desist order coming through the letterbox now. Oh no, and it'll turn out to be the only legal way we can perform it is on Kazoo. I've doomed us. I've doomed us, Ranger. My what hubris. have you done? Your hubris shall doom us all. This hell is of your making. I wonder if that also includes the didgeridoo. You got a juice harp, haven't you? Ah, somewhere. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, 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 bang, ding, bang, ding. bang, 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 war. Yeah, interesting combination to make covers of. Uh, that, compared to the just Go-Go Power Rangers again. I like Go-Go Power Rangers, but I like um, the Die Ranger theme even more. Great, and so then moving on to Season 2 of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, surprisingly little of Die Ranger was used. Essentially what they had Toei do was film more stuff using the Zoo-Ranger suits, and they pretty much just had it match what was happening in Power Rangers more, so actually in Zoo-Ranger I think they were telepathic, whereas in Power Rangers they used like communicators. So what they did for the Ranger scenes there, they actually had the Ranger yes. suits like put their wrists to their mouths as if speaking as communicators. Yes, they had, I remember they had that, yeah. green be more affectionate towards pink. And yeah, they tried to just do that more than they included Lord Zed. And the only real stuff they added was just like the white ranger suits for mm. Tommy. They used the Megazord. And this time they didn't have an awful uh, cloth uh, chest shield for the White Ranger. Yeah, and they just used the monsters and ignored everything else from Die Ranger. Which is a yeah. shame, because the Ranger oh, suits no. were good. They did bring in some villains. Oh. But yeah, yeah, they brought in some monsters, stuff like that. No, it doesn't really matter. You can, yeah, it doesn't really have much impact. Nothing much from Die Ranger impacts on um, Power Rangers. It's not like um, something like In Space or something where the, uh, the, uh, the Sentai influences it more. It's just very much its own thing. I find it kind of hypocritical. Like, they didn't include the Legion of Gimps, but yet the main <laughs> villain for this is a man without skin. Like, yeah, sure, oh, whoa, you're covered in leather belts and ball gags? No, that's that's far too <laughs> lewd. Yeah, yes, man without skin with fluid pulsing around in tubes. Yes, you're completely fine. It's like the uh, the missing, um, what are they called? The the guys from Hellraiser. Seriously, seriously, I mean, you put him in a lineup with the Hellraiser guys, you'd give him some black leather and he'd fit right in. These things we'll show you. <laughs> oh god, again, we need to sort this out for an adult cast, this is getting filthy. 
Well, I mean, you can only watch so many adults wrestle around in uh, tight clothing before you start developing feelings. Anyway, moving on from Die Rangers, there was also a third season of Mighty Morphin, but more importantly, there was Mighty Morphin Alien Rangers. Ha ha ha, no one remembers it. We'll talk about them in a second. We'll so talk we... about them never. So we'll talk about their source material first. Ninja Sentai Kaku Ranger was the, well, the first Ninja Sentai. It was Ninjas vs. Demons. Ooh. That's about it. I know, it was, it was yokai. I mean, I guess those are demons by our standards. I'm not sure if there's like a folklore thing. Whoa, 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 you're using the actual Japanese term? What are you, TV Nihon? <laughs> I was localizing. In Japan, they eat cheeseburgers and rice. Shut up, Apollo. Eat your cheeseburgers. But uh, yeah, we got uh, Ninjas vs. Yokai. Uh, we got like, um, it's like, I had this weird kind of pop culture thing going on. It was like a modern day, well, modern at the time. It was okay. It wasn't anything to write home about, I don't think. I mean, it was a 90s Sentai, so it was, you know, consistently good. Like two two assholes are uh, tricked into opening up a door and then monsters go out and they're, and they're told to join the, nin, the nin ninja, kaku ninja ninjas. Yeah, you had your solid team, and you also had your token goofy one, which was Ninja Man. Don't don't talk smack about Ninja Man. He was there. He could have been cooler. Ninja Man was great. He was a goof. You're you're a goof. He's a goof. You're a goof. He's like Signal Man, but yeah. Your face looks like a goof. Thank you. That's the best compliment about my appearance I've ever received. As far as the theme goes for Kaku Ranger, again, I prefer this over Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Maybe it's maybe just because I'm so used to the Go Go Power Rangers theme by this point in the show that anything different is kind of better to me. But I just kind of like how they've got like shamisens going on in the background. It's like this weird mix of um, pop music and uh, we've got elements of Japanese folk music in there as well. It is an 80s treat. It reminds you of very early Eurobeat. It is, it's just charming. It's what you'd expect from Sentai, but not in the show offy sense. It's just there, it's good, it's catchy, you'd expect it playing on the radio. It's just about 10 years out of date. <laughs> Which is fine, because Japan's always in the 80s. They've been in the 80s for the past 30 years now. Given the economy, I think they wish they were back in the 80s. Ooh. It's, uh, it's, a ni- it's kind of nicely relaxing, you know? As for the Power Rangers theme, it's Go Go Power Rangers. Except in this one, they just changed it yeah, slightly. Changed the stock footage. Yeah, and also... Oh, yeah, and for the Alien Rangers, they just they switched one word out. Go, go Alien Rangers now. Isn't that creative? It's that great. really rolls off the tongue well. It's beautiful, and so the show itself, it's... Well, the Alien well, Rangers was more like a uh, like a mini series that kind of was plugged onto um, season three. It, no one remembers it for good reason. Like the Alien Rangers, they bring in um, Rangers from what was it, Aquatar, Equitar. Like they've got like a water themed thing. Washed up actor planet. <laughs> well, pre washed up actors. Yeah, Aquatar Rangers, and they take over while the uh, while the Power Rangers are inconvenienced. When they uh, like de-aged or something by uh, Lord Zed or something like that yeah and then they fight Rita's ugly looking Dark Soulsy brother mm. Rito Revolto who calls <laughs> that child why would you even say that even in any language why would you refer to your child as something repulsive or disgusting well, I mean their dad's called Master Vile so you know I mean I think they got off easy man their family have issues yeah it's kind of weird how that kind of weird hierarchy is structured you know cause you got Rita Repulsa and she starts up saying the Empress of Evil then her boss Lord Zed turns up and then they get married and then his boss turns up, which is uh, Master Vile, who's Rita's dad, and now his um, father-in-law. I guess it's not what you know, it's who you know. Isn't that just the Trump family, though? The the pre- the last two seasons of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers aren't quite as uh, remembered as the um, as that like the first one. I mean, that's what mostly what people remember. 
um bulk and skull do their thing it's it's a lot of it is filler you got the odd um you got the odd story arc like uh, green with evil on the right white ranger introduction with lord zare that kind of thing it's i don't know it's fine it did what it needed to do it was surprisingly um long lived for uh for the time i mean the first oh, season had like yeah. 60 episodes it's incredible and they went through all the content for Zero ranger there that's why you had to get more yeah and at this point you could tell that the producers were running out of stuff to make they weren't really keen on having the rangers change suits they were just mm. like no we got to use the Zero ranger ones I wish they at least changed the helmets, you know? I mean, you don't have to change the bodysuits, but redesign the helmets to reflect their new animal motifs, you know? Like, uh, change the red one to look more like an ape, the yellow one to look like a bear, that kind of thing. Oh, yeah, it's like an interesting thing they did with the Diaranger stuff. It's like, no, your Tyrannosaurus is now a dragon. That that's that works. Billy, but, your uh, your but, Triceratops is now a unicorn. But they used it, but they used, like, the phrases to summon them the same, so it was like, Tyrannosaurus, oh, Thunders, or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's like, um, you know, Triceratops... Unicorn power, go. They just can't let it go. And one thing that really annoys me is the fact they refer to the yellow one as a, as a griffin, but it isn't. It's called a Kirin, which is it's also the same name as a giraffe, but it's like this Chinese mythical thing, which is like a, a kind of like a horse thing with antlers, which is why when giraffes were brought over, they were also called Kirin because they looked like the mythical beast. It always bothered me because when I was a kid, I could tell, that's not a griffin. Congratulations, you were the only child who watched Power Rangers who knew Chinese mythology. I was a weird kid. So next up, there was Cherokee Sentai O-Ranger, as we previously mentioned in other episodes, Dark. Dark, dark, dark. Death, destruction, dark. Mm. Alien robots attack. Just everything messed up. You get footage of cities being destroyed. It's like solid. It's it's Syria. I still maintain the first couple of episodes of Row Range are like top tier sentai it's what it should always be never change anything just re- keep re-airing the first couple of episodes of row ranger that's all i want never all, change anything just all the footage of people being hunted down on foot by these great big squid things you don't really care oh yeah those things it's um weird spidery leggy thingies so yeah for the baddies alien robots spoiler alert who were secretly from ancient pangaea in the first place came back angry wants to wipe out mankind it's like if the uh like if the geth um never had that retcon in mass effect 2 and then the heroes are a bunch of top military dudes who are taken to a place and given powers from all these ancient civilizations and junk we can channel the power of the mighty pyramid you get to stand there then they had to make things a bit more light-hearted because everyone loves it when a death cult attacks a subway oh boy uh, what was it called it was um because yeah there was a uh, there's a kind of like a joke uh, based on it in um, uh, Earthbound like the happy happy uh, happy happyism. yeah I think it was was it no it wasn't Aleph was it yeah, was it might have been there are so many Japanese death cults nowadays. Well, I mean, can you blame them? Yeah, I know Happy Science is inevitably going to do something and it's going to wreck a Sentai series. It, <laughs> it's going to be space-themed, I tell you. Oh, dear, and so we won't be able to see Rangers summoning the spirit of Margaret Thatcher or anything? No. That was going to be my favourite future Sentai. So, yeah, it's like magic versus science and all the robots are like, no, they're using magic, we must learn to magic, and when they can't magic, they're like, no, we must science harder! And it's about it, really. More stuff happens. Isn't that how World War Two went with the uh, that Nazi division trying to find mystical objects to help them? Pretty much, yeah. Because then they decided, no, not let's not do that. It would be easier to put an array of lenses in the atmosphere to channel the sun's rays into a heat beam. So I see they resurrected Archimedes just fine. Yeah, yeah. For the theme of Arranger, it's a very upbeat, call-to-arm sort of thing. With a band and stuff, it's like, okay, bad things are happening, and let's here get, are these guys, Let's Move get on. pumped up. Oh, Ranger! Olay! Yeah! Yeah, what, what is with the Olay thing? 
Uh, they just it's, it's Japanese. They want something to go with O Ranger, so O Lay because R's and L's are the same thing. It's like quantum English. Quantum English. We're reaching levels of English that shouldn't even be possible right now. I did like the suits for uh, for O Ranger. They were pretty decent. I don't know because one had this equal sign. It's like how do you see with the gap with the big yeah, gap there? Yeah, You're missing um, a massive chunk, and that's where the eyes would go. Yeah, right. That. Another thing that bothered me about the suit is that. Uh, the O-Pink has doesn't actually make a love heart, which is weird for Pink Rangers. You know, usually they contrive everything to make it look like a love heart. Feminism! That brings us into Power Rangers Zeo, and things are actually different this time around. New Yay. theme, new suits, new zords, new powers that are new. I like it, I really like it. I much prefer Power Rangers Zeo to Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. It's, it feels a lot more focused, and it feels like there's less filler, it's more streamlined, it knows what it's doing a bit more. It's more, it's more sure of itself, because with Power Rangers... It didn't quite expect to get the success it did and just kind of, um, after that, kind of stretched itself a bit thin. With uh, Zio, like I said, much more focused. I love it, pretty decent. The basic premise is that um, Rita and Zed get evicted from the moon and um, the Machine Empire plunks itself down and takes over their role, basically, of just terrorizing a small California town. Screw you guys, this moon castle is now a David Lynch nightmare. <laughs> and the Machine Empire were, were fine. Um, I still love Rita and Zed, but... They're, they're decent villains. I'd love them more if they were like the first villains we saw. Given this is like the fourth season of Power Rangers, we, the cast has changed, um, you know, significantly. We uh, the only um, the only uh, ranger that's actually stayed on uh, from the original team is um, Tommy. With um, a couple of the swapping out, um, Kimberly left and was replaced by Cat. Jason actually did come back as the Gold Ranger, which was pretty neat. Uh, Billy stayed on as like the uh, like tech support. Um, I think it was a decent um, progression for the show. I just think Jason David Frank refused to leave the show, so they just had to keep him in it. <laughs> he wouldn't get out of the studio unless they gave him a new suit. Jason, what are you doing? Fine, fine, you can stay in the show. Don't stand in the background and give us those puppy eyes. No, we don't want a signed photo of yourself. I need to get rid of them all. I think he just hands them out. He's got a bunch of photos of himself from the 90s in some room in his house. No, he's just got yeah, he's got, he's got a whole room. It's just full of um, unsold, undistributed um, autographs. He has them framed in pictures everywhere, but he's reached levels of delusion. He thinks they're mirrors. <laughs> That's a comparison between the two. Um, with the previous ones, I often prefer the Sentai to the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, because, just because after a while I end up doing something more and it's more creative in the plot. There's less filler, you know. With this one, though, I prefer Zeo to O-Ranger, which sounds like heresy, despite how much I love O-Ranger. I just love Zeo more, because I love the Power Rangers, I love the characters. I love the theme more. It's just, I don't know, Zeo appeals to me more, I guess. One thing I like to compare with these seasons of Sentai and Power Rangers is how much child endangerment's in it. Because <laughs> up until now, you've seen kids being taken hostage oh, yeah. and screaming and in pain and stuff from the Monster of the Week. But in Power Rangers, you don't see that. You don't see little kids you being know, dragged off yeah. to be murdered. Or being dangled over buildings, you know. It's just bizarre. I mean, the Japanese are a little bit more hardcore when, as far as child rearing goes. I mean, I heard about that couple who uh, just dropped their kid off in the woods, right? No, just leaving there for a few days. You misbehave, kid. Is what you get. Survive. You get abandoned. <laughs> if we're lucky, you'll turn into Kamen Rider Amazon. Yeah, compared to American kids where it's like, my child just said a... Thing, he must be possessed by Satan. And, yeah. Unfortunately, it's not been like that for a good couple of decades now. 
I don't know, I think One Million Moms is still going on. As for Zio's opening theme, it was a modified version of Go Go Power Rangers, which was nice actually. It wasn't so much a modified version of Go Go Power it, it had the um, elements of the song, but it was still its own thing, which I like. I like it when, I've got no problem with them having the Go Go Power Rangers bit in it, just as long as it doesn't take over the theme like in Samurai or Mega Force. Yeah, and this one I was like, Zio, and like, yeah, it's a new series. Yeah, you do have the and then it goes straight into um, the Zio theme proper. Yeah, it was nice, it was surprising. Even in the intro sequence, they used all this, well, nasty by today's standards CGI. <laughs> well, probably nasty by the current standards at the time, but hey, they know, tried, they tried. Reboot was going on at the, sa- at the same time, you go and get nastier than that. Yeah, it was the first time experimenting with the new suits for the main ranger team, and it was okay. Yeah, I really liked it. It was alright. They kept the same themes from it, really. It was like magic versus science. Actually, it was kind of flipped, because the uh, the Zeo crystal was more of a kind of mystical artifact, whereas um, the Machine Empire were, well, machines. Yeah, so just like O-Ranger, but without as many Japanese death cults. Shame. You never know. Shame. Maybe at some point in Power Rangers history we'll have things actually modified by Japanese yeah. death cults. <laughs> Give but Happy Science a chance. Moving on in Sentai, we then have Gekiso Sentai. Car Ranger! Oh boy, this was essentially a car-themed Sentai, and it was a parody of the Sentai series in general. Yeah. It was very self-aware, it was over-the-top, and you could tell the writers were having fun with it. Oh, absolutely. It's it's a joy to watch. You can tell that no one's taking it seriously. And it doesn't it doesn't detract from it at all, really, because it's it's very well done. It's kind of self-awareness and it pokes fun at itself a bit. But still, the characters take it mostly seriously, so you can still keep engaged. Yeah, in terms of plot background, so big space biker gang loves destroying planets. One refugee from those worlds goes to Earth and gives a and group press of... gangs a bunch of uh, mechanics. Yeah, it gives them the power of the car constellation. Actual space cars. And then gives them giant robots. And forces them to fight. It is quite good. Doesn't he drag them into their first fight tied up with ropes or something? He ties them up and just pulls them in there. Dapu is hardcore. He is so hard. And it's even lighthearted with the villains. They're like, how are you going to destroy the world? I'm going to make everyone so fat they explode. Or I'm going to make... Dobson? (laughs) I'm going to have cars make noise so aliens will get angry and blow the earth up because it'll be so loud. Oh man, it's... I wish I wish that would happen. Just just end everything, please. It was a very fun series, and it was very self-aware. They even were quite complex because they had like changing protagonists, really, because early on you had Signalman, who was the oh, clumsy, yes. oafish one who meant well. He was I love supposed Signal to be the Man. sixth ranger. Disappeared later on. Then there was like VRV Master, who replaced Dapu. Mm. And it was good. It was progressive. And they definitely had a good time making it. Absolutely, yeah. They needed a good series to let off steam, take the pee a bit about Sentai. And it was, to be honest, a good series. They just mm. ramped everything up to 11. It's just fun. It's it's good. Like I said, 90s Sentai, by and large, is good Sentai, you know? Hell, even the theme tune was great. Oh, oh man. Uh, both versions. I, I prefer the full Axel version, but yeah, both are great. Okay, so to the uninitiated, Car Ranger had two themes. Well, two different versions of the same theme. One, the original, was just a bit lighter. It was more generic Sentai. Second one had more guitars and stuff. It was mm. just solid, let's make a rock version. Why not? And it was good. It yeah. was... Just, just good. 
So, not depressing in the slightest, which we can't really say about Power Rangers Turbo, which was oh the boy. adaptation of Car Ranger. Why? Why would you do this to us? The issue with Turbo is that it was being adapted from a, a comedy, and half of the writers wanted to lean into that and go with it, and the other half wanted to play it straight, and it's, they kind of went for a medium thing, and it, it, it just doesn't really work that well, and the villains are awful. I mean, uh, Divatox is one of the worst um, Power Rangers villains. She is obnoxious. She has none of the charm that Rita had, none of the uh, the threat that the Machine Empire had, and it, it's just not fun to watch. I mean, Turbo isn't... It's not as awful as people make it out to be. It has a lot of charm to it, and, and even Justin the Blue Ranger isn't actually that bad. He's often one of the most proactive and uh, sensible of the Rangers, often figuring out what the what the problem is, and that is due to Divatox before anyone else does. So, what would the plot synopsis be, then? How would it differ from Car Ranger? Um, Space Pirate tries to take out the Power Rangers, actually succeeds at the end. Okay, so what's the team composition like? Is it anything like Car Ranger, where it's like a bunch of people unknowingly roped in? I really, really don't care enough. Well, it was that bland, eh? Yeah, it's just it's hard to care about Turbo. I mean, it's it's still kicking off from um you know from Zio. I mean, Tommy Oliver starts off as the uh, as the Red Ranger, and then is taken over by TJ. You know, Rocky is replaced by Justin as the uh, the Blue Ranger. She's injured in a tournament. Yeah, I mean, by the end of it, none of the original Rangers, none of the even the uh, like the second lot of Rangers are uh, retained. It's just yeah, complete frustrate. None of these rangers were there at the beginning. It's it's weird, but it was bound to happen eventually. Well, that's some serious praise from you. At least one part of Turbo you don't hate is the theme tune. Oh, absolutely. I love the Power Rangers Turbo theme song. It's just... It fits the uh, the theme of Turbo, which is just... Turbo. Let's go it's, all out. Yeah, it's more... It's a it's fast-paced. It's it's hot-blooded. It's just kind of, yeah, Turbo. Whoa, this, song, this, this show's not going to be crap, we swear. We got fast cars and giant robots and stuff. Yeah, we, we're ticking all the boxes. How do you go from dinosaurs to mythical creatures to well, whatever they were in uh, Zeo to actual, you know, cars? Like, one of them's like a, like, like a people carrier. It's kind of weird. I mean, they're not all kind of race cars and stuff like that. It's just cars. Why cars? The writers were probably fond of the devil's cabbage. I don't know. It just doesn't mesh as well. Plus, they've, they've given no reason for uh, them losing the Zeo powers to go to the Turbo powers. Oh yeah, they didn't really explain that in the series, did they? They're like, oh, you got these Zeo crystals. Why didn't they use them? Yeah, because the Zeo powers are meant to get more powerful as time progresses, but no, let's just... Car powers. you got car powers. We need to sell toys. Oh crap, the writers have forgotten. It wouldn't even take that much to explain it. Just have Divatox's forces be so strong they overpowered the Zeo um, powers or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, that makes sense. Just one line of dialogue, like we said during the Kong Skull Island special. Oh, he's growing, he'll get bigger, he'll fight Godzilla. Any explanation. Anything. One character saying one thing. Oh no, we can't use them because of space radiation or some nonsense. Even if it was a bad explanation, it would at least be an explanation. But they just left us hanging with that one. Mm. I mean, I guess you could make something up, but... Up next, there was Denji Sentai Mega Ranger. Oh no, I hate Mega Force. No, 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 Mega Ranger, calm down. You're, you're safe, you're safe. I'm never, safe, I'm never safe from Megaforce. It's not Megaforce, you're fine. Never safe from Megaforce. So, essentially for this, differing from it, a group of school students who played a video game called Mega Ranger, essentially, which was found out to be a training program for super soldiers in fighting a great menace. Then the big evil people attack, and it's too late to actually get decent people in, so they have to stick with the students, and then they're in this big space station thing. Game Sentai Ender Ranger. Yeah, it's basically it, Ender's Game. Yeah, it's like Ender's Game Lite in Japan with 
high school students. I, I wasn't too fond of this. I mean, uh, on M, for a while at least, I kept talking about how Mega Range is like the best of 90s Sentai. I don't see it, actually. Well... I, I'm not too fond of it. I mean, maybe I need to give it a, more of a chance, but... Uh, no, it wasn't horrible, it just wasn't engaging for me at least. In terms of theme, it was electronics-based, so you had powers based on stuff like satellites, computers, calculators, that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, like a, like a camcorder or something. Yeah, just for getting snaps of people in the bathroom. And it's interesting because, in terms of pacing and villainy, this series was closer to an earlier Sentai, to be honest. Like, look yeah. at the villain group, the leader from that was something straight out of Live Man, just without as much zazz as Professor Beers. Oh, man, yeah, he's Dr... Uh, what was his name? Dr. Heinelar. Heinelar. He, um, with his coat, he looks like an evil version of um, Zhao from uh, Q-Ranger, don't you think? With yeah. It's the coat and the uh, the staff but thing. He looks very Showa Sentai. Oh, yeah, got the uh, got the crazy hair with like, the white stripe. It, it's weird. All he needs is like some kind of weird latex thing strapped to it over his eye and it looked great. He's sorted, he's straight up showa then. And even with that wireframe looking lieutenant dude, it just seems so showa. And that's what jars me a bit because from O-Ranger onward I thought things were getting more progressive but Ranger suits aside the villains just seem so showa. I ain't complaining. I know, I'm not either. It just seems very unique. Oh, also the show used sound effects from Doctor Who. Yes, it did. Oh yeah, the BBC sold Toei some sound effects, which is why, if you listen, you can hear the TARDIS sound effects in some episodes. I was just thinking, wait, what the hell? Yeah, right. Where's the Doctor? Is he going to make this show rememberable? Uh, it's funny, because um, Doctor Who is counted as tokusatsu in uh, in Japan. Great, crossover when. I wonder what Japanese Whovians are like. Oh yeah, I do. That would be weird. You see that... Um weird um, Japanese Doctor Who uh, video where it's like a, uh, like a parody of Kamen Rider. Oh no. Oh, it's hilarious. I'll have to show it to you at one point. It's that not just Ona from Deno. Yeah, pretty much. I, know, I didn't much like the characters. I mean, they're too... They're just students. Yeah. They were, they were there as placeholders for the audience. They were goofy teenagers who were just told what to do. That's about it. Yeah, and at least with the Power Rangers, they had more autonomy, it seemed. Yeah. The theme itself was okay. Again, it was generic Sentai. Nothing memorable. Y- yeah, it's just I don't know, too electronic-y for me. I miss the trumpets, you know? Yeah, they were trying to tread new ground with the theme. It's like, here's electronics, look, it was based on a video game. Ooh. Because everyone knows that video games are like little boxes with 3D rangers fighting yeah, and so stuff. Yeah, it was like a, like a 3D Star Wars hologram thing, wasn't it? Yeah, it's a bit advanced, really. You won't see that in a Japanese arcade. Well, you, pr- you might you now. You never will see that in a Japanese arcade. You might now, next to the robot wife dispenser. But back in the 90s, boy, they were being very, very hopeful. Finally, Colon will exist. That's a very strange way of pronouncing wagon. One thing I did like about uh, Mega Ranger, which I think was done better in in space, were the Nezi Rangers, which were the like evil Power Rangers. Sorry, evil well Sentai Rangers. What? It's, weird, it's weird that they don't have like a uh, like a, a word for it. It's just are they Sentai's or are they just Rangers? Sentai Rangers. It's just weird. rangers. Yeah, just, just rangers. Yeah. I like the design. It's like a, like a black thing with like red highlights or blue highlights like for the primary color, depending on which one they are. It, it's fine. It's fun. I love the uh, I love evil rangers when they're done well. Mega Ranger seems like an odd combination of new things, new themes, yet always hearkening back to the older Sentai days. And so that's just what tends to concern me about its pacing. But seriously, the designs for a lot of them, oh, they are so good. Well, no, it's not a horrible Sentai. I don't dislike it. I just don't like it as much as its Power Rangers counterpart. Power Rangers in space. Oh, boy. In space was such a good series. Right. And it has surprisingly very little to do with Mega Ranger. 
Well, that's what happens when you've got nothing to lose, no consequences. You know, you just completely let loose. You know, I mean, Power Rangers going to end after this show. And uh, they were told, yeah, just do it. They just ran with it. They were given footage from Mega Ranger, which was... Misleading, scenes, to say the least. The scenes in space, in low orbit around Earth. And they were like, okay, let's make Power Rangers in space. Oh, wait, n- none of this show actually takes place in space. Whoopsie doopsie. They used the footage surprisingly well because they had, like, ships visiting planets and stuff. Absolutely, yeah. They really took what they had and just Ran with used it. it to the extreme. They were like, we're going to make the best damn Power Rangers ever. Even if some of the effects fell short, you can forgive it because of what it's trying to achieve and how well it achieved it despite that. Especially if you've seen the source material. Absolutely. You've got, like, them surfing through cyberspace and some rubbish, whereas in space it's like, here's him on a surfboard dodging dodging spacecraft and all that stuff. And it was really impressive what they could get out of Mega Ranger. They really became masters of squeezing every last drop of potential out of um, Super Sentai. The plot of in space is actually a lot better than Mega Ranger's. Um, uh, Diva talks to Defeats the Rangers, they're all dejected. Um, Zordon's been captured, they have to find him, they have to save him. Uh, they join up with the Red Space Ranger Andros, and, well, you know, it's Power Rangers business as usual. Alpha 5 gets a, uh, sorry, Alpha 6 gets a new voice, which isn't annoying foe jive, and is more close to Alpha 5's IIIs. So, this band of people wrecked from the horror that was Power Rangers Turbo follows the advice of Nice Hair Man trying to rescue Zordon from the space baddies and goth chick. The United Alliance of Evil, which, funnily enough, has the exact same initials as the United Arab Emirates. Um, hmm, hmm. It's basically the same thing, right? I don't remember the leader of the UAE being a gigantic space muppet. And, well, with the end of In Space, I mean, spoiler alert for a uh, show that's over 15 years old... Zordon dies! Oh boy, yeah, that was a traumatic scene for kids, you know? I mean, oh no, Zordon's just been straight up killed, and not even by a villain, but by the Red Ranger. Everyone's favourite floating space head, nah, gone. It's a fitting end to the Zordon era. It's it's great to see Zordon kind of go out in heroic um, sacrifice of glory, trying to, you know, cleanse the universe of evil, which, weirdly enough, he fails at, because in uh, the next season, evil's right back where it was. At this point, they're kind of like, great, we made things marginally better for a short period. Oh, crap, new baddies. Uh, And since In Space was such a good series, you know what's also great? The theme music. Oh, man, it is just wonderful. They didn't even use Go-Go Power Rangers for this baby. No. You can tell they tried. (laughs) It's, yeah, just anything by Ron Wasserman is great, and this is no exception. It's it's really like a you know, fast-paced, you know, fist-pounding, like, yeah, in space! Yeah, this is going to be an adventure! Our mentor's going to die! They told us we're going to get fired real soon. The show's ending, and I've got no job lined up next. Yeah! <laughs> As opposed to the Mega Ranger theme, which is... I can't remember it. We, we just listened to it four minutes ago. Oh. Oh, man. It's it, weirdly forgettable. I mean, maybe maybe we're wrong. Maybe we've just got bad taste. Maybe we've just got bad memory and it was a good theme. It was, yeah, it was, it was there, it was there. It just wasn't as... Woo! Yeah, it's not as fist-pounding. Yeah. Was, yeah, In Space was great. It was a fantastic adaptation of Mega Ranger, which was ultimately a forgettable Sentai. In our opinion, at least. If Apparently you, we're in the minority. If you don't share our opinion, fight us IRL. We'll sue you. We don't sue. We don't have the money for lawsuits. We'll fight with sticks and kazoos. We'll harass you with kazoos. <laughs> Kazoo fighters, IRL. So after Mega Rangers 4A into futuristic fantasy, there was Ginga Man. It's not just been Galaxy Man. Y- yeah. Is that a is that a boss from Mega Man? I think so. Yeah, like Mega Man Nine or something. Probably. And so this 
follows typical Sentai, really. His space pirates doing stuff, and then the Ginga men were just, like, a legacy of so many before them, yeah, like, like 133 have... in total. Yeah, right, I mean... Why didn't they summon them in the legendary war, you know? That would be incredible. They resurrected dead rangers before for that, you know, but I was back. Why not? Actually, yeah. Why didn't they do that? You just had a horde of Ginga men coming at you. They got 132 times uh, 5. So you're going to have 133 reds, at least. Why not? The same applies to the uh, Shinkenjis as well, because they had um, ancestors who took up the mantle as well. Maybe they were the crap ones. <laughs> no one, they weren't resurrected because they were crap. That's why the first of all eagle wasn't mentioned again. Oh, come on. He didn't have a katana. Well, yeah, I mean, if you don't have a katana, I mean, what are you worth? I mean, yeah. that's the measure of a man in Japan. He didn't even have a gimmick, like blue being serious and yellow liking being kids. Being a pedophile. Yeah. And so, yeah, this historical brigade of spandex-clad Charlie Browns, fight space pirates who are trying to resurrect this great big dragon they built their castle on standard sentai fare really they've got this single goal and they're gonna do it they summon creatures that become giant robots make a giant robot i've always hated those things they look awful it's not transition from biological to mechanical and the fact that pinks was some strange right well on steroids the eyes haunt me I, i lie awake at night thinking about them sometimes you really hated Furbies as a kid, didn't you? They hated me. Has there ever been some sort of fan-made horror film about Furbies being evil? Actually, there have been, there have been plenty of um, YouTube videos kind of um, scamming it. Like, uh, I remember seeing this one from, like, the 90s where someone had recorded himself. He'd modded the Furby to say different things that he'd recorded. And it's like, I'm going to kill you, or here I come. And he's, like, on the uh, support line to the, fur- the company <laughs> makes Furbies. And he's got that saying in the background that the, the, uh, the customer service woman is completely freaking out because of it. Well, no, no, I'm getting you for Christmas. So, yeah, baddies, space pirates, and since it's Sentai, the main space pirate looks like a pirate ship. Of course. What's interesting, though, is the um, the Gingaman episode of Gokaiju, because they really don't want to trust the Gokaijus to begin with, because they're space oh, pirates. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. What I like, especially, is that stage special for Sentai, where Gingaman was mentioned, and the guy in the red suit just <laughs> falls off stage. He just stumbles oh, and rolls off. I really need to find that again. I just, I love it. It's just, hey, kids, look, it's Ginga Red. Everyone's favorite. Oh, well, there he goes. <laughs> Bye. Bye, Ginga Red. So, yeah, the team themselves, chosen as a new generation of warriors, and they all dress funny and hang out at a ranch. Good thing there are women there, or else this would have yeah, been a really, really questions. gay situation. Like Brokeback Mountain, but with spandex. Like Japanese Brokeback Mountain, then. Somehow it makes it even more gay. We have a lot of things we need to we need to discuss on latex power armor. Is this just going to turn into us talking about Sentai? Hey, if you take away the girls, is it gay? I don't know. Did it work for Sun Vulcan? Probably. I don't know. It wasn't too fond of Ginga Man. It was kind of bland for me. I mean, I know we say that um, 90s Sentai was great. I don't know. I feel like the later ones were less great. I don't know. I mean, just less memorable, I guess. It's the suits that get me the most. The helmets are weird. The chest thing with the Charlie Brown stripe across. Why? Why a Charlie Brown stripe? I found it quite refreshing, really, because compared to Mega Ranger, it just seemed a bit more modern. I'm not too sure why. Just because of the themes, it didn't have the funky showa-looking big boss. It was just monster in suit. I mean, I loved it when they had an actual human baddie, but oh yeah, you can tell at this point times are changing. When was the last time we had one of those? Enter. No. Um. Uh. Yeah. It was um the Emperor from uh from Tokyo, which I just remembered now. Wait, that was oh yeah, it was a, it was an actual person. Yeah, and then he had a monster form that was. 
shirtless for some reason. I'm not... Well, of course I'm complaining. Whoa, put your shirt on, man. Are his trousers part of him, or are they things he wore? I like How to does think, it work? I like to think he asks the same question at night. Are these <laughs> pants part of me? Do I want to take them off? If I take those pants off, will it hurt? It will be extremely painful. You're a big guy. Are you? <laughs> the theme itself was it was quite a nice ballady style one for Sentai. Yeah, I didn't I didn't much mind it. It was kind of middle of the road, it was good. It was definitely Sentai, it was there, it was fine, it had a nice fantasy appeal because you had even in the intro just images of people in their fantasy costumes with horses. Seven out of ten would listen again. It's Sentai, you can't complain. Yeah, it's, it's good enough. I don't think there's ever been like a, a, a bad Sentai theme. No, yeah, can't yeah. think of one. Any listeners who disagree, again, fight us IRL or like drop a comment and we can actually have a discussion because that would be really, really nice. As close as we ever get to friends. Because otherwise it's just going to be us two Spurgs saying our opinions and people might have different opinions. And we We both... like to argue. Yeah, we want to discuss it and we want to fight you IRL. Come at me, bro, I'm jacked. He isn't. I am, I'm like... Yeah, like, I'm tough as any Yellow Ranger. He's got like an eight-pack. Six on the front, two on the back. <laughs> but its uh, American counterpart, Power Rangers Lost Galaxy, is pretty much the end of an era, because after that there are no references to anything from the Zordon era. We see the Astro Megaship in the beginning, and um, after that just kind of cuts ties for the most part. Yeah, they try to provide as much closure as possible since they realise, hey, this show isn't getting cancelled, <laughs> they just want to cut their ties and start anew, really. We may as well make a new one. They want, the last one was good. And it's nice to have like, that kind of transition between them. Yeah, it wasn't quite as abrupt. For the plot, it's uh, very different to Ginger Man in the same way that uh, In Space was very different to Mega Ranger. We've got um, uh, like a human space colony blasting off from Earth to colonize a new planet. It's called Terra Venture, which I think is a great name for a uh, like a space colonization mission. And um, these Power Rangers defend Terra Venture. It's uh, an interesting departure. You know? I mean, they're actually in space, not on Earth. It's annoying how long it took Japan to make a Sentai set in space. Well, till 2017. Right. It's it's incredible. It's funny that that's the first one that the Bandai of America has had any involvement in. You know, it's... Yeah, the Americans love them some space. Yeah, it's like, okay, the They're Yanks the come in, space. save Sentai. Guys, you should do this. Just space. Do it. It's, it's good. It's useful. One thing that interests me is that they have suits from Starship Troopers in there. Yeah, it's it's hilarious. They're like the, uh, the security force for it. It's actual Starship Troopers suits from the actual film. It's hilarious. And they auctioned it off and the guys from Power Rangers bought it. Yeah, sure. Let's have this movie that was all bloody and predicted the Iraq war. Yeah, sure. Just bring it along. We'll make foot soldiers out of them. What's funny is the uh, is that the villains in Lost Galaxy are insects as well. Oh, wow, you're right. Yeah, funny, isn't it? That's, that's got that. Then, sort of, Lost Galaxy is now part of the Starship Troopers <laughs> canon. Um, the Rangers were part of the same fascist government that just got superpowers. We, yeah, We can make it work. <laughs> this is it for me now. It's like a propaganda TV show for the kids in the universe. I like Lost Galaxy. It gets... Um, I guess glossed over a lot, I think, because it's not quite as good as, um, as In Space was. But I think if you removed In Space and went straight into Lost Galaxy, Lost Galaxy would take its place as being one of the best shows. One thing that concerns me around the villains in this, because one was obviously a bunch of space pirates, Yar. which was straight from Ginga Man. The lead guy is called Captain Mutiny. Just why would you name yourself after something like that? That's like getting treatment at a hospital from a guy who calls himself Doctor Abortion. A doctor malpractice. Uh yes, I'm Doctor Infection. I'm Doctor Mark Alpractice. 
Yes, sorry, that's it's like an Arabic name. He's he's North African. His name is Mark. His surname is Al Practice, like Al hyphen Practice. It's interesting. Though. I suppose if you're if you're the captain, then you don't really have to worry about yourself being named Mutiny. It'd be like a, it'd be worse if his um, if his first mate was called Mutiny. Oh well, he'd just be checking over his shoulder every time. Mister Mutiny, how are you feeling? Is everything okay on the ship? Yeah, it's pretty good. Why? Is it, Nothing, is it, nothing's happening. Is it my mm. name, sir? I thought this didn't exclude me from getting the job. It, sound, it sounds piratey, right? I'm definitely not going to overthrow you. I'm perfectly satisfied. I don't have a knife with your name written on it. I mean, just ask Dr. Malpractice. He's, he agrees <laughs> totally. My brother. <laughs> oh, my half-brother. <laughs> just comes from a family of people with really unfortunate names. And, yeah, we're also familiar with their other half-brother. President Honest. Boy, we needed him. Their names are completely antithetical to their uh, jobs. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, you've gone, you gone from space pirates to space bugs. I'm not sure which I prefer, because on the one hand, space pirates. On the other hand, space bugs. I know, space bug people. Either way, we win. That's, like, the worst slogan. Either way, we win. <laughs> Hang on, they're the baddies. Dude, we lose. Yeah, but we'll look cool look at losing, though. We'll look cool dying the whole time. You could sell that to a public. Guys, let them kill you. It'll look rad. They're going <laughs> to videotape it. You're going to squirm, but it is going to be so rad, you guys. Just let it happen. I do like the more official um, Ranger teams like uh, Lost Galaxy or Lightspeed Rescue where they're kind of overseen by like this official body that's like a public service rather than a bunch of guys in like a, a command center in the desert. I've always missed that in Sentai as well. Yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, they've done it again with Q-Ranger with them being part of like, this Rebe- uh, Rebel Alliance. Yeah. But yeah, before that, it it had been a while. It was quite common in earlier Sentai, even Absolutely. up to Jetman, and yeah. then O-Ranger Go-Busters did it quite well. Mm. It even explained how everything happened. It's like, oh, there's a massive city-spanning underground Tunnel science network. lab, and they teleport things in Half-Life style and all that stuff. If they could teleport the weapons in, why can't they teleport the Rangers? Well, they could, but I guess it would mean them actually physically passing through hyperspace and mm. potentially bad things happening, like death. Nah, death isn't that bad. Well, yeah, but... You, like, if you play your cards right, you can just beat God and go back to Earth. I mean, Guy did it. I don't think our afterlife is like actual Sentai afterlife. You mean heaven isn't a jazz bar? No. And, and God isn't an attractive Asian woman? No. He's this big white guy with a beard. And you're standing around playing a harp all day, not drinking, and just saying he's great. It's basically his Tumblr. You become a permanent follower of God's Tumblr. I want to go to Guy's heaven. That's hell. So, let's start kicking some babies! I'm already going to hell, I don't like X-Aid. Oh yeah, that's punishable with fiery pokers up the arse. I was hoping people would agree with me, but a lot of people seem to like X-Aid. No, you've got the mob after you. Oh boy, every time I remember that we're going to have to catch it with X-Aid for the podcast, my soul cries a little bit. <laughs> that's why we're stalling for time with these. Oh man. Don has given us the perfect reason to not watch X-Aid. We're talking about Power Rangers. We love you, Don. Ke- Thank keep you, it Don. Up. Keep it up, you're saving us. The longer Ranger avoids watching X-Aid, the more time I have a sane man to work with on the podcast. Anyway, segging back into Lost Galaxy, the theme is my favourite so far for Power Rangers. Man, they just keep getting better and better and better. They take everything that was great from In Space and like, yeah, here's Eleven, here's Rock Ballad. Woo. When we review these, we listen to the Sentai version and the Power Rangers version, and the Sentai version is instantly forgotten because I'm like, okay, here's this space rock, come on. A lot of the ones that we've listened to today have just been a bit more, um, a little bit too gentle, you know? Yeah, it's not as catchy as, like, say, the Kyoryuji one, which is obviously hmm. this unforgettable do 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 do
Homie, we, I could, we're gonna we have to a cappella for now. Uh, One day when I trust you, I'll let you have the kazoo back. It's just not the same. It's not the same. I'm, I'm, I, this, this is the end of spandex power armor. Maybe this betrayal cannot go unpunished. When you're, uh, you'll get it back when you're a good boy. I'm never a good boy. But yeah, the Lost Galaxy theme, it's great. You can tell they were trying hard. Absolutely, it's a great follow-up to In Space. And it's a good send-off to the Zordon arc. They mm. cut all the ties and started anew. They wanted their own fancy thing. It started to follow a little bit like Sentai. They were trying to do their own story per series, yes. rather than just keeping it as one long plotline. But I'm glad instead of just you know cutting to a completely new series, they eased us out of it gently with uh, still references to the past seasons, like with the, uh, you know, the Astro Omega ship. It was nice and fluid. And um, yeah, it was good. The writing was good. Mm. It was good. Yeah, good. Good. Good, good stuff. Good, good. I, I guess. Wow, this is about as biased as we get. Yeah, good. Sure. Good. Yeah, it was okay. And so now this brings us to the end of part one of our Power Rangers Super Sentai comparison. Just because it's a place to end as any. Yeah, and part two will follow in a few weeks' time. Next week will be our Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie special, and it's so... gonna kill me. Yeah, oh, it might end up being good. Really? Yeah. Might it? That's what I thought when Transformers came out in 2007. Oh, come on. And now look fine. at the broken husk I've become ten years later. You'll survive. And so we'll get started onto part two at some point after that. And so we're going to have this as this nice, long series that we have something to return to. So not every other episode is just us saying some random stuff about Redman. I think the less we say about him, the better because he it knows... his attention. He knows every time his name is mentioned and we are very close to death at this point. Redman, Red Man, Red Man, Red Man, Red Man, Red Man, Red Man, What are you doing? I want to die. You just don't want to see the Power Rangers movie. I really don't. Please, Red Man, end my... No, he wants us to suffer. Look, we either talk about the Power Rangers movie or we talk about X-Aid. Red Man, Red Man, Red Man, Red Man, Red Man. Well, I guess I'll need a new host. As a reminder, this podcast is brought to you by TokuToyStore.com. Buy stuff. They've got Decade and Gokaija stuff because everyone needs more anniversary stuff. Consume, consume, consume. That was their other motto that they eventually dropped because it was a bit too dystopian. This yeah. is why you're not in charge of marketing. One day, just my time will come. People won't get the irony and we'll all think it's 1984 or they live. <laughs> but yeah, check Toku Toy Story out. They're updating their Qtamas. They're releasing more older stuff, which is great for any collector because... Absolutely. I can't afford to get it the moment it comes out. Glad that they're still selling the older stuff. Mm-hmm. Also, I love the little touch thing on the decade. Oh yeah, driver. that's pretty neat. Like, yeah, yeah. you got to press that beep boop, boopity boop, beep zip zap boopity boop, boopity boop. Can we still make um, Bill Cosby references? Always, it's Common Rider Cosby. <laughs> zip zap, transform pop. Yellow pudding. We'll be trying to keep up to date with the Sentai Power Rangers comparisons. Again, even this is the brief one because there are so many years Absol of the show to yeah. go through. It's going to take a long time, and when we start doing them in depth, boy howdy, this is going to take a lot of time. Mm. We'll just do a History of Power Rangers star thing. We'll be like Linkara. Except we won't complain every time someone asks for an update. Well, we might. We just need to do it a bit better. It's like, how dare Don't you? Don't ask when it's coming out. We're nicer to our listeners. We've only told five people to shut up and only sent six death threats. That's pretty Imagine. tolerant, yeah. Yeah. And just <laughs> threatening Red Man on people. By the power of Red Man. If you like what we're doing, check us out on www.spandexpowerarmor.com. That's armor with a U, God's way of spelling it, the Queen's way of spelling it. And it should be your way of spelling it too. Damn straight. You can also check us out on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, and YouTube. And so this is Rex signing off. Stay fabulous. Keep on writing, folks, because heaven knows I can't. 